Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great to have you with us. And Michelle and Randy go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And our friend Greg Amzinger, lead anchor for MLB Network, joins us now as he does every Thursday morning at 7.30, 8.30 in the East. Good morning, sir. How are you? I am doing well. Uh, how are you? i got to tell you, I'm still wrapping my mind around one of the um, more unique and moving nights I've ever had to go to work. That, that was... A, uh, a a difficult day, but um, a meaningful one to cover baseball last night. And Greg, I didn't think, and we were texting about it. We had an inter-show text yesterday, and I was saying there's no way the Brewers will call off their game. And I know that ESPN's Jeff Passan uh, said that too, because the Brewers are kind of like the Cardinals in that they have to play a lot of doubleheaders, but they saw something bigger than a baseball game last night. Yeah, and it, it for them, it's their community in pain. And they, they sent Ryan Braun out to the press conference to address the media. And, you know, you can say what you want about Ryan Braun uh, and his track record as being the guy that should be talking about this. But he did make this his, his new home, and he has committed his career to playing in Milwaukee. So to talk about what was going on in that state, I know Milwaukee is in Kenosha, but he understands that there are people in pain, and their community is not feeling great right now, and, and it doesn't look great right now. And uh, you know, you need leadership, and um, you know, it, it's hard to to uh, understand that this isn't politics, and people want to go there and say it is. And you know, it, in many ways, I was rooting for you know once the NBA did what it did. Uh, for there just to be something from the league office that said, you know what, let's take the decision out of the players' hands. Let's take a p- potential rift out of every clubhouse and just say all of the games tonight are going to be postponed. Um, I think that would have been easier for for players and for teams. I mean, I, I was thinking about Jason Hayward. Jason Hayward said, I'm not going to play. Matt Kemp, I, I'm not going to play. But their teams moved on to play. Dexter Fowler, I'm not going to play. But their teams moved on and, and played. And... Um, you, know, you, you just don't know how those teams feel today. You don't know what those conversations were after the decisions of, of playing or not playing were made. So uh, looking back, it's an easy thing to do. I think it had been smoother for everyone if there was like a, a unified statement by the sport instead of teams being on, on the hook to make these decisions. Well said, Greg. And as you mentioned, Dexter Fowler, Jack Flaherty, two of the the players that opted to sit out last night. But the Cardinals did go on and play, and what a wild game it was. And Randy and I talked at the top of the show, and I'm curious to get your take on this. Do you get that feeling like I do that this is one of those Cardinals teams where something special is possible? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you on that because it's got the mix of everything that you're used to seeing 
from a great Cardinal team, which is is the uh, terrific starting pitcher that they have that they lean on, like Chris Carpenter. They have the, the young fireballer that's coming up that everyone can't take their eyes off of. I mean, what Reyes looks like right now is just He's so good. He's in great shape, by the way. Then you get the young position player who looks like he's about to be a phenom. And you could say what you want about that game last night. It was a mess. We could talk about it for 20 minutes. I felt like I couldn't talk about it enough. Um, I was 33 pitches for a closer. And I know, I get it. It's Trevor Rosenthal. He's having to come back here. But the Kansas City Royals can't lose a game like that. In a 60-game season, they can't lose a game like that. 5-2, one out of way. And Mike Matheny, dear friend of mine, comes out to pull this guy. You can't lose that game. What's overlooked is the at-bat of the game, which was from Dylan Carlson. And when you have a young star, that's what we're used to seeing from Cardinal teams that are great in the past, that next young great player. And he's that, man. I mean, that at-bat was epic. He followed off every good pitch Rosario threw at him. And, and, and Rosario's best at-bat in terms of him being on the mound was against Dylan Carlson. If you go back and look at the pitches he threw, the most quality pitches he threw were to Carlson, and he fouled him off, and he spoiled him, and he took the pitch off the plate. That was a great at-bat, and they've got all the mix right now of one of those teams that we're used to seeing in St. Louis. All the components are there, but Dylan Carlson, to me, is it's the biggest factor for that. Greg, you've seen Paul Goldschmidt at his best. You've covered him for his entire career. We've seen him, we've focused on him since he got here. How do you think Goldschmidt's performing relative to his best years in Arizona? I, I think he's Steady Eddie. I mean, the ballpark does play in, into performance. Half of his games at Chase Field, um, I mean, you have to understand, more home runs flew out of there the last two years in Coors Field. And we talk about Colorado as this place that, oh, you can't look at DJ LeMahieu's numbers. And Good luck, Yankees. He's not going to be the hitter he was in Colorado. <laughs> Time out. No. Arizona is a launching pad, and no one talks about the splits there. So when he left Arizona to come to St. Louis, I knew there was going to be a drop-off in numbers. I knew it, just like there was with Matt Holliday when he came over. His power numbers weren't exactly the same. He wasn't a 40-homer guy. So I'm, I, I think I am seeing from Paul Goldschmidt what I expected to see from Paul Goldschmidt. Leadership, consistency, a strong defender at first base, grinds out every at-bat. The thing that I haven't seen is this you know, four months or three months stretch he had a couple of years back with Arizona where he was lost. I don't know if you remember that. Paul Goldschmidt at one point was like the worst hitter in baseball bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like 103, right? Yes, it was terrible. He went through a stage that sometimes these superstars go through where for the first time they face like, I'm not very good adversity. And Jose Ramirez went through it after he was an MVP candidate. And he finally got it back. Goldie got it back. We haven't seen him that lost in a Cardinal uniform. He has been everything John Mozeliak could have could have asked for. He's been terrific. Greg, we're about at the halfway point of this weird shortened season, and Randy and I discussed this yesterday. There's not a lot that we really know to be true about most of these teams, especially in the National League, other than the fact that the Dodgers are really good. But what do you know to be true in the NL? Oh, so many things. I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr. is the best player in baseball. I I know, I know, Mike Trout, loyalist. You should roll your eyes, be upset, because I get it. Mike Trout still is that guy. Um, But as of right now, the most talented player in the game is Fernando Tatis Jr. I've never seen a shortstop play like him. The only comparison you can have is Alex Rodriguez. And if you look at age 21 season, 
I don't know. I mean, through this many games, Fernando Tatis looks pretty good, and he's a better defender than A-Rod ever was. And A-Rod wasn't a slouch at short when he came out with the Mariners. Um, I, when you look at back ends of bullpens, the, the, the Brewers somehow figured out to get the best one again. Josh Hader hasn't given up a, a hit, I think. <laughs> and then you got Devin Williams, the local St. Louis product, with the craziest K per nine. He's got like 25 strikeouts, five walks in 17 innings. This kid is electric. The back end, once again, Craig Council's got the best outgetters in the back end. Um, the Reds are, are a huge disappointment. I mean, he spent all this money. And, and to be that far under 500 in a shortened season, when you were designed to have a DH, almost as if they knew there was going to be a universal DH. It's just really a bummer. Castellanos looked like the MVP first 10 games. He's cooled off. To me, they're the biggest disappointment in the National League. Um, JT Realmuto must be locked up by the Phillies. He is their most important player. Bryce Harper looks great. Totally get it. Having JT Realmuto on the on-deck circle is the reason he's getting pitched to. This, this guy is so important to the Phillies, they have to pull a Mookie Betts. You cannot let this guy get the free agency because he's going to get paid. And look, people would say what they want about the Mookie Betts contract. There was no one negotiating against the Dodgers, and they paid well over $300 million to keep him. It's not going to be over $300 million to keep Real Muto because he's a different player, but the Phillies must keep him. They cannot let him get the free agency. Rick Porcello's done. That's another thing I learned. That's amazing. Uh, I love Rick Porcello. He's done. I don't think Michael Walk is done. I think Michael Walk is a reliever. Michael Walk is going to come back from injury. He's going to be a fastball changeup guy. He's going to be effective. But I, I, Rick Porcello does not have that option. He does not have the stuff to be a reliever. So to see a guy that won a Cy Young not too long ago, ERA over six, he can't get people out. I, I, I hate saying it. I like him. I know him personally. I, I don't think he can pitch anymore uh, in the big leagues. And the Washington Nationals starting pitchers, while their ERAs aren't terrible, Strasburg's on the shelf. Um, they rode him too hard, and there's always an aftermath to doing that. And you could say, well, at least they got their world, world championship. You're right. Totally get it. But we haven't seen the Red Sox recover ever, and, and I don't know if we'll ever see the Red, Red Sox starting pitchers recover. What is Chris Hill going to be like when he comes back? And Nathan Avaldi is nothing like he was when he came out and he threw 200 innings or 200 pitches out of the bullpen in the World Series. So I don't know what the aftermath is of riding your starting pitchers so hard to win a World Series. But you're never going to see the dominance of the big three from the Washington Nationals, in my opinion, like you saw in their performance to get them that world championship. So those are just a few things that I know in the National League. That's awesome. Hey, Greg, before we let you go, you have uh, touted the Tampa Bay Rays now for the entire year, during regular spring training, during summer camp, brought to us by Camping World. And for anybody who grew up in St. Louis watching those Whitey Herzog teams and the, Mm. the brilliance of Herzog and the brilliance of his ability to put a team together the Rays are really close to that. The, the way that they approach baseball is something that old-time Cardinal fans, I think, will really appreciate when you get the opportunity to see Tampa Bay. I love that comparison. I actually never thought of that um, because you had a manager that was so you know, integral in, in the roster, which is not the case here with Kevin Cash. But the brilliance of Kevin Cash is, like, like Whitey Herzog, it, is you got to buy in to what we're doing here. And if you don't buy in, there's no room for you had a great conversation with Kevin Kiermeyer, and I asked him about it. And he said, look, you can't be a Tampa Bay Ray if you're upset and you hit second in the lineup yesterday against the Yankees. You went four for four with two homers, and then you show up 
the next day against the same team, and you're hitting ace, or you're not in the lineup. He's like, you cannot be upset about that. You, you got to leave it out the window. You cannot be mad when you have more note cards in your back pocket than you ever had than when you try to cheat on, on a math test in seventh grade. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? You got to you, you got to buy in to what the Rays do, and it works. And all the guys they have sometimes. It's like a reclamation project kind of guy, and it always pans out for them because they're, the front office lets them know, the players, we're going to put you in the best position to succeed. Just trust us, and you'll love being a player here. Carlos Pena told me about it. I've talked to Evan Longoria about it. If you buy in, you love it there. And certain players didn't love it there. Even though B.J. Upton had success, he did not like it. He wanted to hit in the same spot in the lineup. Every single day, he did not want to be moved around. He's a great center fielder defensively. And it didn't work out towards the end. So they've got a whole roster of guys. The brand of the Rays has been built for a while, and they know it works. The players know it works. So they're all in, and it's dangerous to watch this team. They're going to mix and match the bullpen. They've got a, a three-headed monster. Glasnow's performance the other day with all those strikeouts was as important to the Rays as Lucas Giolito's no-hitter was to the White Sox. Those two guys pitch like aces. Those two teams are going to try and be close to the World Series, and I think they will be. The Rays, they're going. They are the team in the American League. Great stuff, as always. You're the man. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Have a great day, Greg. All right, guys. Good to hear your voices. See you. Thanks. See you later. That is Greg Amsinger, product of the Lindenwood University and St. Louis, joining us on 101 ESPN. Michelle, hot take. Fernando Tatis Jr., the best player in baseball. I like it. Fire take. Yeah, hot take Thursday on 101 ESPN. Next up, get your text into the Air Comfort Service text line 65780. Take it or leave it coming your way on 101 ESPN.